This podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com, our brand new fantasy football website where you, the fan, can create your own set of customized player rankings. We have a great team putting out content every day in the form of articles, videos, podcasts, and more. We also offer a 20-minute one-on-one chat with our site experts completely free for the 2019 season. For more, follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and check us out on Facebook as well as YouTube. Welcome, welcome to the Create a Dynasty Podcast. Tonight, the dynasty is born, baby. Where chasing championships never ends. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank. And find us on Facebook and YouTube. The road to glory begins now. As we discuss draft strategy, trade advice, and player evaluation to help you create a dynasty. Yes, it's a dynasty. Welcome back to the Create a Dynasty podcast. Sorry for the short hiatus. A lot of us are doing professional and uh, personal things going on, taking vacations, spending time with family. Uh, but we're glad to be back. Just wanted to announce some changes. Unfortunately, Lou and Luke had to leave the show to spend some more time with their family. So that's good for them. I'm really happy that they were able to recognize that the family is the most important thing uh, in this world and that uh, fantasy football podcast uh, shouldn't come second to that. So Good luck to those guys, and I appreciate everything they did for the show, and I'm excited to take over going forward. So it'll be just me, FF Big Cat, leading you through the Create a Dynasty podcast throughout the season. And again, thank you to Lou and Luke. I really appreciate everything you guys did for the show. Uh, love to have you guys on again if you have the time uh, for an interview here or there, man. But guys, I really appreciate it, and thank you. So for now, it'll be just me doing a solo pod here, and hopefully uh, we can keep the train going. Uh, going forward, we're probably going to shoot for about two podcasts a week, one on Tuesday, one on Friday-ish. Tuesday will probably be a recap for everybody for the, the happenings of the week prior and potential ads and drops based on Dynasty. And then the, the Friday show will be a preview for the weekend, the upcoming uh, college football games, not so much the NFL games. I'll leave that one over to the folks over at the Lineup Locked podcast for the, to preview the upcoming NFL games. Last time we chatted, we were diving into the divisional breakdowns. Unfortunately, we reached the uh, the final week of the preseason. We don't have time to keep doing that. But over at CreatorRank.com, Andy Rowe has taken a bunch of his time and done a very nice job breaking down each division um, textually. So if you want to go check that out, go ahead and find him at CreatorRank.com and search by author for Andy Rowe. For this podcast, we'll be taking a look at uh, some of the big games this weekend coming up in the college football world. We'll break down a prospect of the week. But real quick, let's get into the news. The biggest news of the past week, obviously, is Andrew Luck deciding to retire from the NFL at age 29. Obviously, some big dynasty implications. That'll hurt T.Y. Hilton's stock. It'll hurt Marlon Mack's stock. Pretty much every single Colts offensive skill player is going to take a hit. Um, Jacoby Brissett is going to step up. He has played with the Colts before, although it was under a different uh, coaching regime. I would expect Brissett to be a solid quarterback to play, but again, T.Y. Hilton's dynasty value and Marlon Mack's dynasty value both took a hit with the news of Andrew Luck deciding to retire. And the other big news from the week was Lamar Miller running back for the Houston Texans ended up blowing out his ACL on his only carry of the preseason. You hate to see that. 
You hate to see a talented player like that, a consistent player like that, have to lose his entire season on his only carry of the preseason. Um, look for Duke Johnson to take over that lead back role. There's question marks whether or not he can handle a high workload like that. But in college at the University of Miami, Duke Johnson averaged over 18 uh, touches a game. So there's no reason to believe that he can't handle that full workload. He's a, probably a solid running back too. I'd put him in that running running back 20 to 24 range. College football is back, and I'm excited about it. Last weekend, I was fortunate enough to be able to go watch the University of Arizona play against the University of Hawaii at Aloha Stadium. It was quite the barn burner. Saw almost 1,000 yards of total offense. We had a receiver go over 200 yards uh, in the game for Hawaii. Unfortunately, Arizona couldn't pull it out in the end. Uh, Cleo Tate fell short, having to scramble down to the one-yard line as time expired, and Arizona lost by a touchdown. This coming weekend, there's three games I'd like to highlight. The first is on Friday, August 30th. It'll be number 19, Wisconsin, traveling down to play the USF Bulls in Tampa. That kickoff's at 7 p.m. on ESPN. This game will feature my number three running back in the 2020 class, Jonathan Taylor for the Badgers, and Mitchell Wilcox as my number three tight end, and he's playing for the Bulls. Uh, Some of the storylines that go into this game, Charlie Strong takes over. It's his third year now, finally, with the Bulls. He's the former Louisville and Texas head coach. So I'm excited to see where he's got this program headed, being a head coach who just came from a much larger, more prestigious program. And I'm excited to see what he can do in year three with the Bulls. Uh, Jonathan Taylor currently has 4,171 yards rushing across his first two seasons, which has him ranked 103rd all-time in college football history. But if you were to hit his averages that he's done the past two seasons, he could jump all the way to number five all-time, despite only playing three full seasons of college football. And for the Bulls, Blake Barnett is the starting quarterback. Last year, he went 7-3 and three as the starter for them, despite them finishing 7-6 and six overall. Uh, you guys may remember Blake Barnett as the quarterback that Jalen Hurts made transfer out of Alabama, and he transferred to Arizona State. Didn't work out for him at Arizona State, and now he is the starting quarterback over at South Florida. This should be a fun one, but I expect Jonathan Taylor and the Wisconsin offensive line to dominate this game and, and actually probably win this game by at least 10 points. The next big game for this weekend is on Saturday, August 31st, and I kind of call it the smart guy game with Northwestern traveling to number 25, Stanford. That's a 4 p.m. Eastern kickoff on Fox. Stanford features Colby Parkinson. He's my number six tight end in the 2020 class. They have K.J. Costello, who is probably a fringe top five guy for me in this class, depending on how he does this year. I currently have him at quarterback seven. Stanford also features left tackle Walker Little, and he's been getting some serious top ten hype in the NFL draft coming up here for 2020. Uh, One of the intriguing parts of this game that I want to see is the quarterback battle between Northwestern's uh, quarterbacks, T.J. Green and Hunter Johnson. T.J. Green's a redshirt senior who played in nine games last year for the Wildcats, and he's fending off transfer redshirt sophomore Hunter Johnson, former Clemson quarterback. You may remember him from when he had to come in and save Clemson against Wake Forest in 2017. Uh, Johnson's former Mr. Indiana in 2016, and he was the nation's top recruit per ESPN. Both of these guys are listed with an or designation, so it sounds like that even Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern hasn't figured out who his starter is, and this should be a good game to see both of those guys out there and see what they can do and contribute for the Northwestern Wildcats. Northwestern's a good football team, but I don't think they're going to be able to stand up to Stanford and what they want to do. The senior leadership by K.J. Costello, I think, puts Stanford over the top by a touchdown. And the last big game of the weekend takes place on the 31st as well. It's number 11, Oregon, taking on number 16, Auburn, at AT AT&T Stadium. It's a 7.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff on ABC. Uh, This game will feature Justin Herbert, who's my number two quarterback in the 2020 class, and Jacob Breland, 
my number seven tight end in the 2020 class. Uh, the big storyline out of this one is Bo Nix is going to be a true freshman, five-star quarterback. He's going to lead the Auburn Tigers onto the field and play Oregon this year. He's the first true freshman to take the field for Auburn at quarterback in quite some time. And the other Auburn bit is Jatarvius Whitlow, who's a redshirt sophomore running back. Last year, he was all SEC freshman, uh, rushing for 787 yards and six touchdowns on the ground while catching two more touchdown passes. This game is the one you want to watch if you can only watch one this weekend. It'll have serious playoff implications. Oregon trying to right the ship. They got a pretty good defense this year. Auburn having a rebound from the loss of Jarrett Stidham. What is Bo Nix going to do? This should be a great matchup. I expect to be pretty tight, but I'll give the nod to Oregon and Justin Herbert. One of the new segments we're going to do on the Creative Dynasty podcast is highlighting a couple of the, the superstar players from the week before. I know this is officially week one of college football kicking off, but week zero featured Miami playing Florida, and like I said earlier, Arizona traveling to Hawaii, and I want to highlight some of the stars from those games. The first player I want to highlight is tight end Brevin Jordan from the University of Miami. He played a pretty good game against Florida despite not getting the win. Jordan finished with five catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown. And on his touchdown, it was a pass that was deflected at the line of scrimmage. He had to kind of adjust his body, make the catch, shake off a defender, and then rumble into the end zone. Brevin Jordan is a name that will be climbing up my 2021 tight end rankings here shortly when I put those out. He was a highly touted prospect coming out of Bishop Gorman High School in Nevada. And the second player I want to highlight is Cedric Bird II from the University of Hawaii. In their 45-38 win over Arizona, Bird had 14 catches for 224 yards and four touchdowns. I had the pleasure of sitting in the stands and watching this go down. I looked up about the third quarter, and I said, man, that number six is just – he keeps catching the ball. What is it, What is he at? And I'm looking at it and trying to figure it out. And my I was honestly astonished that he was at 12 catches in the third quarter and ended up finished with 14 for 224 and four touchdowns. That's a heck of a game, and Hawaii does not win that football game without Bird, although he wasn't on my radar early as a top 2020 wide receiver. I don't think he'll climb into the top 10 with how good this class is. He is going to be somebody to keep my eye on as a potential third or fourth-round rookie pick that could add some spice to my teams. And now, the prospect of the week. Of the week. And a staple of this show is something that we want y'all to understand what your picks are worth. What is that 2021st worth, that 21-1 worth? And so, segment that's not going to go away is a prospect of the week. And this week's prospect of the week is Jalen Rieger, junior out of Texas Christian University. He's 5'11", 195 pounds. Uh, He was the number 13 wide receiver in the 2017 class. Some of his career stats, he's got 27 games played so far, 105 receptions for 1,637 yards receiving, and 21 receiving touchdowns, which puts him over 15.5 yards per catch. Uh, Rieger's extremely fast. He's going to end up on a bunch of the freaks watch lists as far as guys who are going to dominate the combine. They're going to put up freaky numbers in the bench, the squat, 40, all of these things. Um Rieger is also pretty good at moving the sticks. The TCU football website notes that Rieger gained a first down on 44 of his 72 receptions last season, proving that he's more than just that go deep and catch the ball guy. And that's not to take anything away from his speed. He is to call him fast would be a disservice to how fast this man is. Um, I expect Rieger to be a bigger part of the Horn Frogs offense this season. And quite frankly, he could push to be a top three wide receiver in the 2020 class. That's all the time we have for today's show. Thanks for listening. Going forward, we're going to have to do some more mailbags uh, with the community. Looking forward to that, having some guests on. So if you know anybody or if you want to be featured on the show, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at FFBigCat and follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank. Have a good one, y'all.
Fantasy football podcasts are more fun when they're specifically about your league. So check out our guys over at CPMC, featured on creatorrank.com. They offer a fully customizable podcast for your fantasy football league. They'll evaluate rosters, they'll give power rankings, do mock drafts, give out draft grades, and suggest trades, preview playoffs, and anything else your league needs. Find them on Twitter at CPMC and creatorrank.com forward slash product forward slash CPMC.